And welcome everyone to Films of the Win of My Life. My name is Brennan. And joining me today is Nicole. Hi there. And Mama Kay. Hey, everybody. Whoa. Whoa. It's Tuesday. Well, I don't know what day it is for you guys, but. It's not. I mean, <laughs> you could be listening to this on Tuesday. It's not when this It could be out. Thursday. Tonight we are doing Locked Down. Locked Down on HBO Max now. This is our first 2021 film, I do believe, that we are doing. And it's also the first COVID-ish movie that I've seen because this takes place during COVID times. So it's the first of, I'm sure, there will be many. So this is kicking it off. Uh, Do you guys know anything about Locked Down going in? No, I did not know about this. Didn't know they decided to do such a thing. Yeah, I didn't really know anything about it. So I read the synopsis and then halfway through the movie, I'm like, that's not really what happens. But okay, let's go. The movie was uh, announced in September. Stephen Knight wrote this. He created the very good film Locke starring Tom Hardy. And he also made the complete disaster that was very entertaining, uh, Serenity. Uh, Remember that movie, Nicole? The one where Matthew McConaughey is trying to catch a fish? Oh, oh my God! With what's her face? With, with the black Anne hair. Hathaway. Oh, with Anne Hathaway. That's right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We watched that. Yeah, too. movie's a garbage fire, but I really like that movie because it's so <laughs> bad. Uh, and it's directed by Doug Liman, who's made a billion things. I yes. guess The Bourne is probably Bourne Ultimatum's big one. Swingers Go. Yep. So big, big names behind this. They they made it pretty much over the summer. Uh, Stephen Knight wrote it over the summer, and uh, Doug Liman and company filmed it in eighteen days. Uh, it cost three million. So this was all thrown together just just during quarantine times. I think October is when it was pretty much all put together. So this was a very quick turnaround. Uh, So this is the synopsis for Locked Down. Just as they decide to separate, Linda and Paxton find life as other plans when they are stuck at home in a mandatory lockdown. Cohabitation is proving to be a challenge, but fueled by poetry and copious amounts of wine, it will bring them closer together in the most surprising way. I don't know what synopsis you read, but I think it's uh, that's that's okay. pretty good without giving away the twist. No, the synopsis that I read said, this is a jewelry heist movie. And I was like, no, it isn't. <laughs> Well, before we talk anything more about any of that, if you have not seen Lockdown, it is on HBO Max. We're going to go into spoilers now. Uh, so, if you have any interest, HBO Max could be in theaters. I don't think it is, though. I think it's just there. So, last chance. I'm spoiling it now. We rate things here at Films with the Women of My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. So, our two leads are Anne Hathaway and Chiwetel Ejiofor. Uh, they have or husband and wife who have just recently decided to split up, uh, but they decide to do that right as COVID hits. Uh, so this is taking place in the early days of COVID, I guess the first couple of weeks uh, they're locked down in London and uh, they, it's a lot of just going through their day-to-day lives. Uh, Linda is uh, a CEO of a, of a wing of a very large fashion company uh, and she is dealing with her boss, and she has to fire people, and has all kinds of stuff going on with that. And then uh, Paxton is like he was a delivery driver uh, who got laid off, uh, but his boss comes back to him saying he needs him for another job because uh, of a bunch of restrictions. He can't have the usual his usual people because of criminal records. So he's got to he's got to hire uh, Paxton, who has a criminal record, under the table. Uh, so they can get their deliveries completed. And these two plots meet. Paxton and Linda's plots meet about two-thirds of the way into the movie. Um, other than that, it's a good amount of talking. A lot of Skype interview, or not Skype, Skype meetings with uh, people you'll recognize, like Ben Stiller and Ben Kingsley and Mindy Calling and Stephen Merchant and a whole bunch of other people. So that's uh, that's pretty much what it is. And before we get to the third act thing that happens... That's about uh, that's about the plot. So, mm. Nicole, lead us off. What did you think of this plot? Okie dokie. Well, <laughs> I I didn't know I didn't know this was gonna be a movie about quarantine. Honestly, like I I didn't read any of the descriptions. So when they first started talking about it in the, like the beginning of the film, I was like, oh, this. I guess we're jumping onto this already. It's kind of sc- scary, but um. 
honestly, for the first hour and 20 minutes, I feel like was just the most unnecessary way to make all of us feel more anxious than we already have felt for the past almost year. Yes. Listening to these wino assholes that still have jobs and a nice place to live and steady incomes pretty much and their biggest complaint is that they have to go to the store to buy cigarettes and you know i like these fucking pretentious pain in the ass people were so (laughs) awful oh my god i don't know if either of you felt that like in the beginning i could tell you felt that (laughs) i mean uh, i love anne hathaway i really do but she played this role so well that I just, I hated her. I hated her so much. Um, I don't know if you're supposed to hate her, but yeah. Ugh. I mean, I know that what they're trying to do is just show how, I guess, every person has was af- affected by COVID and, like, when the first happened, how, like, when the lockdown started and everything, that it was supposed to be like, okay, now how are we going to manage our everyday lives and these people are so well off. Why are, they don't even need to worry about this, honestly. Like it's it doesn't even compare to some of the people that were affected by it by losing their jobs and and X Y and Z. It's just it just doesn't compare to me. So the whole beginning portion of these two idiots just bickering back and forth about useless shit and just talking and talking and talking. <laughs> it was it was exhausting. <laughs> It was. It made me feel more anxious about the coronavirus than than I've felt recently because I just I don't want to deal with that feeling again of the beginning. I was gonna say, did it put you back though into that? I mean, I remember the different waves of what's been happening with yeah you know, being, and I yeah yeah yeah. Did it put it, you back in that very beginning of what what is going on? I mean, yeah, it does. And you and you can see that when, like, a couple scenes, he went to the grocery store and there were still people out and not wearing the masks and stuff. And that's how it happened for a while. It was embarrassment of wearing the mask and not everybody was doing it yet. So you're like, I don't need that. And then it started to get a little more serious. And you're like, okay, I guess I have to wear one now. And then it became, you know, watching the news like they were. And it just, you just hear all over the world is getting worse and worse. And, and it was like... Very anxiety inducing. So I don't know if we're going to continue on this trend of making movies about how COVID affected people's lives, but like, I'm not all, I'm not about that. Um, this is the first gonna, of many. I bet we'll get getting a whole lot yeah, of these. Count me out. I'm already putting it into the universe. Count me out of those. I'm, I'm giving this, I'm giving this like for, if we're just talking about the, the main plot, because Obviously, we get a little more juice in the end, and it, it revs it up a little bit. But if we're talking about this chunk, I'm giving it a one. All right. What do you got, Mo? Okay. Yeah, I think I have a lot of the same sort of feelings that Nicole had in the beginning. I, I knew that I, I looked it up, and it, even though I said I, it was a jewel heist, I saw that it was a lockdown piece slash jewel heist. And so I was I was intrigued by that. I'm like, how are we going to have a jewel heist in the middle of the beginning of uh, coronavirus situation. So that was, I was intrigued. And then the movie started and then an hour into it, I was no longer intrigued because I was so (laughs) done with this couple who I, you know, I like both of them as actors. And I think, uh, I think they carried their parts well, but how did these two people ever get together in the first place? They don't seem to have any, I mean, I know they tried to be like, I used to like you when you were daring on your motorcycle and then you became boring on your motorcycle. And so then I liked when you were boring on your motorcycle. I'm like, I, what are you saying? Like, am I misinterpreting that scene? (laughs) She liked him better when he was the, uh, when he was the biker smackhead. Well, he uh, said, she said that and that's fine. And I (laughs) understand, and I understand that, but she said, and, but then she also said, and then I liked it when you weren't and it was like okay well then what changed i mean you just got bored obviously but i think that they were so like matter of fact about things and just like speaking in such blatant deliberate words that it didn't even feel like a conversation it like that's what i said to brennan when we were uh at one point i said these people aren't even listening to each other they're just talking at each other yeah it and felt I like another play, which we've done a lot of recently. This one's yeah. not a play, but it felt like it because it's mostly in one place until the third act. 
And the, yeah, the, the way they talk is very written. That's uh, that's exactly what I was heading to. Is like I didn't realize we were doing another, you know, adaptation of a play because that's how, and yeah, until we get to the heist, that's what this feels like. Um, I enjoyed the Hedgehog very much. Um, I was confused I when you were I looked. Say that. Yeah, well, when I looked it up and I saw that you know the third or I think the third build person was Sonic the Hedgehog, I was a little perplexed uh, and thinking that you know. COVID is going awry like this this really messed up the production of this uh this film but um yeah it's a nice hedgehog we we lose him in the end unfortunately um but you did I think. <laughs> I think probably so too i think so too and there are some there are some really fun moments in this movie i i really like when he goes outside and he becomes sort of like the poet of the neighborhood and you know when those things were happening in real life i found i found them to be superhuman and really a charming way to try to get through this thing that's not the kind of neighborhood that i live in I, our houses are way too far apart for that to happen um but i i like that piece of it and i and i sort of like them as care i appreciate her character and i appreciate his character i don't like them together uh i don't think that they played off of each other well oh, i'm already in character sorry i should be in the plot but that's prop that's a problem with the plot is like the there really is no plot to this movie until they decide that they're going to mm-hmm. sort of zhuzh things up with the with this this diamond theft so uh i'm with nicole i'm not at a one but i'm at a 1.5 Oof, oof, oof. And I don't, I, I'm not looking forward to a whole Darth of these movies either because I am not interested. Uh, you know, it's like if you're on the Titanic, how many times you want to watch a movie about the Titanic? Never. Uh, yeah, I'm not super interested in lockdown movies coming up. I, I picked this because I didn't know what it was about. I just saw Doug Lyman, Stephen Knight, and I'm like, yeah, Doug Lyman yeah, makes yeah. good stuff. And I love Stephen Knight as a writer. I think he writes, he doesn't always make good stuff, but like I like his writing style. And there's a lot of scenes in here that I really like of, of the talkingness. The ones that stand out to me especially is Ben Kingsley and, yes! and Pat. That, 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 yeah. those, those phone calls are my favorite, and they are exceptional. I think they're really actually like funny, funny. But the yeah, the plot is just kind of it's so meandering. And I yeah. once I once once I realize because they say Harrods over and over again, they're gonna go to Harrods. Harrods the department store, the fancy right. department store with a jewel. And uh, they say it over and over again. And I'm like, uh, when are, when are we gonna link this up? Because I figured out pretty early on. Linda and Paxton are going to have to do something with Harrods, and I didn't know it was going to be a uh, heist type thing. But they like the the amount of time it takes to get to that is very long. It doesn't need to be that long. This is like a two hour movie, and it really Ugh. should be. We should trim at least a half an hour. This should be like an eighty ish something minute movie. Well, you can't trim. <laughs> what are you gonna have a forty five minute movie? I mean, this is like, yes. Like, <laughs> Nicole votes for that. Yeah. Yeah. No. This um this needed a haircut in a bad way. Um. I the end it was le- like once we get to the end, the third act is like leg- somehow legitimately tense, and I'm somehow cheering for these characters because yeah, throughout I don't really like them that much. I like them talking. I like them being in scenes. I you guys will probably find it exceptionally pretentious, and I think Nicole even said, "What the fuck is she even talking about?" But when <laughs> Linda's talking about the board meeting where the thi- she can see the thing and it's. Uh, uh, swimming around her oh and the yeah her makes pity away. her pity party for absolutely no reason like ugh, there was no she was so emotional about it and he was literally sitting there like what the fuck are you talking which is about? so weird because that's not their that's the exact opposite of what their characters say for the most part of the movie she's very straightforward matter of fact businesswoman right. blah 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 and he's this poet dreamer kind of guy and all of a sudden they do this you're right during those few little times that she talks like that they do this weird flip-flop that's doesn't make sense well i think she's probably has some sort of mental instability at this point from how hard the job is that she has and now she's got to go fire these people and the staying with some guy that you don't love anymore if ever and she's probably having like a breakdown <laughs> and like we, we see it in all of her meetings the more she goes on she's just like saying things off the cuff and but no one's picking up because it's on it's on the skype call so like it, she, she doesn't quite get picked up and the thing freezes and all uh <laughs> it just takes a long time to get there is my point i guess so i'm not as low as you guys i'm not hammering this thing but it's not the strength it's it is meandering and it needs a it needs a very thick trim so i'll i'm gonna land it like a 
two. I guess I am kind of low, low too. Okay. I, I, you yeah, are kind of like, low. I, That's very low for you, Brennan. It is pretty low for me, but it's not. I don't feel like this is a two movie. So let's let's talk about yeah. the characters. So Lyndon Paxton, uh, head of security is Stephen Merchant, and people just kind of come in and out. Like there's uh, like Paxton's boss is Ben Kingsley, Linda's boss is Ben Stiller, Solomon, uh, and then there's like <laughs> a couple of coworkers. There's the Kate, the coworker that Linda runs to do at Harrods. There's the half brother, the half brother, yeah, yeah. That and that's a whole side plot that I'm like. Ooh, there, there's, there's some trim. There's something you could trim. Is that whole half brother and the wife, uh, right. being involved with Linda side plot? That is that could, keep, <laughs> we could throw that right away. Um, I don't know some other coworkers. There's the coworker that hates, uh, that hates Paxton. Um, so yeah, that's enough. There's, there's a lot of characters in this. What do you think of them? Back to you, Mom. Okay. Yeah, this looks like it was thrown together and filmed in 18 days. Uh, and the characters. You know, they bring in all of these shiny things that you're like, oh, my God, it's Mindy Kaling. And I don't by the time I've said, oh, my God, it's Mindy Kaling. Her part is over. And I don't even know what her purpose was. Um, and that you're right about the part. There's a there's a whole sort of weird subplot with his half brother. And maybe that just goes to show that they were keeping in touch with family, at least his family. But to have her have this really strange one off affair with the her sister-in-law half brother sister-in-law i don't know um, it just doesn't yeah it's not those are the like the least interesting skype calls and it adds nothing to anything like it can all be cut all of it and yeah it's just more pretentious people talking over each other and not listening to what's happening it it's it's really that 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 is what puts it at the feet of being really pretentious is are those characters where it's like you know who it's almost like they're not even in COVID anymore. Do you know what I mean? It's just sort of like, oh, you know, this is what we do with our lives and we don't really care about, you know, I clearly don't care about my relationship. Neither one of them clearly care about their relationship because they're doing these things. Um, Mm -hmm. And Ben Kingsley is like a shining little bright star when he's there because it's so classic you know you can only see like two-thirds of his face because he's an older guy and he doesn't know what he's doing and and he keeps he's saying the best character. <laughs> he's the best character and he keeps saying something over and over again which i can't remember what it was but when it was happening i was just it's I was... already laminated it's yes, already it's been because yeah, that's the laminated. funniest joke in the movie edgar Allan Poe. totally yeah edgar Allan Poe. and and i think the character that does that we don't get to see a lot of but that's really important to the plot is the co-worker who sabotages um, paxton from from jump you know he sabotages him when he's trying to when he gives him he probably sabotages him before we even start this movie honestly that sounds like they've had mm-hmm. a contentious relationship and you know he's giving him the the paperwork and the keys to the to the van and he drops the keys and then he's the guy i'm assuming at the end who calls the police and you know he just sort of wrecks this whole situation for them um so i can appreciate his character uh i think I mean, I talked about the main characters. I I also found, you know, Anne Hathaway's character just almost, you know, I wanted to put her in a bottle and just throw her in the ocean and be done mm-hmm. with it because she was just so irritating and unrelatable, just completely unrelatable to what was going on back then. I mean, I don't, we were worried about whether or not we were going to, you know, have power and... <laughs> I don't know. Right. Have to you know all the, there was a lot of things that were really important. You know, she's concerned that she's oh my god, I'm starting to smoke again. It's my only vice, you know, whatever. Okay, and you're drinking three bottles of wine a day. Uh this none of that is really covid concerns. That's just your problem as a human yeah. being. So, um what other characters can I talk about? Stephen Merchant was nice to see. We didn't get to see very much of him. I, I always like to see to see him in a movie, but he was... I always forget how tall he is until they he's... show him in, like, the whole thing. He's, like, eight feet tall, that man. Yeah, he's always ducking, uh, you know, just to avoid light fixtures. So, um, yeah, I, I... But I just don't know. Even once we got to, you know, the action part of of the movie, it was there, was... there was tension, and I could appreciate that part, and I just wish we would have gotten there sooner, and I wish our characters would have been interesting uh, to get us there so- 
sooner. The stoners in their garden was actually pretty funny. (laughs) Uh, That was a pretty funny little lanyap, a little didn't need to be there probably, but it was amusing, right? Yeah, but not practical because would you really be that chill about these people breaking into your if they broke glass or something like it was not, everything was fine also how would you not know you had poppies growing in your garden i mean when was the last time they went their garden is not that big it's a really you know this is london it's a small plot of land uh so i'm you know concerned that they hadn't that didn't know that um <laughs> yeah this is rough because this is not a good movie i'm gonna give the characters a two what do you got, Nicole? Yeah, if I didn't make it clear already, I, I think these two main characters are just the absolute <laughs> worst human beings ever. Like they, You thought he was too? I don't know. I, I felt he was a little more relatable. He's so self-loathing. And That's then true. when he has something to actually go for, I think he's only doing it with, with the notion that they're going to get back together. Like He's like a sad puppy. And I just don't like his attitude. So <laughs> um, I really don't like her attitude because I think she is just a vile person. And I especially don't like that whole interaction with the half brother and the wife. <laughs> they are the they are so rude. They were so rude. And I don't understand why he's trying to appease the brother when like he does. He doesn't like him <laughs> like it, they wanted to talk to the other to the what, what's, what's Anne Hathaway's name in this. Linda. Uh, Linda, yeah. yeah. Which also... No. Um, yeah. Who's um, named Linda at that age? No yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just... All these characters culminate into the people that I would never, ever want to associate with in my life. Like, I... <laughs> they would be such bad energy. Yeah. I, I, I don't even find the communication between paxton and his boss that entertaining because i was already just so out of it at the point of the movie when we start to implement him that i couldn't find it funny anyway like they really if they had just given us a little something in that beginning and it was there was nothing like well it wasn't were we supposed to feel shocked that she had to fire the people were we supposed to feel shocked when she said that she's a bad mood real fast in this and then it it never recovered until maybe the end a little bit because well yeah i mean the ending is the only saving grace of any of it because it's actually some entertaining things are they going to get caught or are they going to get out like the whole situation with her with the 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 big german boss and she he was like oh i was really <laughs> trying to make a move on you ew none of this is none of this is like what the common folk are dealing with at the fucking beginning of covid that's not happening um so it's just like a story that's like like not relatable to most i feel like and that just puts a bad taste in my mouth because that's not exactly what mama k said this is not what people were worried about during that time it was like just sanitize my grocery bags when i walk in because i don't know what's going on and i'm not going outside and and getting on my bike and speeding down the fucking highway and getting evading police (laughs) um i (laughs) What? He's feeling uh, free again. <laughs> no, that's stupid. <laughs> no, that that is something that would have happened like in month six of COVID, not like week six. Yeah, you know? and I everyone mean, was the... desperate at that. Point. Well, maybe it was all... exacerbated because they're stuck. They're two people stuck with someone that they can't stand. So it's it's different than being stuck with like someone you're still in a relationship with or like like. When you're with someone who you just broke up with and you're always at each other's throats, it exacerbates. You're pushed to your breaking point quicker. He might have tried to kill himself. We don't even know. Was he just taking a selfie? I think they were trying to make us think that at least twice he was trying to kill himself. So, you know, that was obvious in the movie that they were trying to make us think that. And I mean, it was just the whole thing just doesn't make any sense anyway, because if you think about it and he was avoiding the police, they definitely saw that bike. And then she takes it out the night of a jewelry heist. And now they have to drive with the diamond <laughs> in on that bike. OK, that doesn't make any sense. Anywho, I don't like that <laughs> thing that happened with all these people. I don't, I don't like it. I'm going to I want to give them less than a one, but I'll give them I'll give them a one also. They're horrible. <laughs> 
the this has the the characters have have a lot of scenes that I like and stuff. We've just done a bunch of play movies. We done we did a let them all talk, which is also kind of play. We've done a lot of these just very talky movies. Yeah, can and, they stop making them for a little bit? Well, but, I mean, maybe I'll try to. Av- I I do my best to pick things that are relevant, but I'll try to avoid ones that have talking in them. I do. Well, it's do gonna. A silent film. It's yeah, gonna be hard to film. find a you know a you know Marvel blockbuster right now, honestly, because people can't get together. So, I mean, once Widow I, uh, comes out, that'll be fine. But it's gonna be hard to find those kind of movies that are not talking. Yeah, if talking. that comes out in May, that might get pushed again. Um, but I, I liked uh, I like the talky stuff in in general. In this, I probably like about a third of it. So that's not if that if I like a third of it, that means you guys hate it, or at least Nicole is loathing it because. <laughs> Uh, it's it is exceptionally just talky talky scene scene. And having said that, I think Anne Hathaway and Chua Jafar do their roles well. I think they're I acting the way it's written and the way it's been directed and the way they saw these people. And we just don't like these people. I think that's what it boils down to. Uh, but I I find this I like long paragraph level speeches at each other that isn't like really organic talking like a play would have because i just like good writing and so you liked her speech about the thing in the room and the yeah i love that scene i really do i really like that scene a lot i I actually don't mind that as much as the other stuff because i mean nicole has a good point that when they are having long speeches and talking at each other is one thing but this was almost like they were not even talking about the same thing so it was almost like there was there it was not even remotely close to like five percent of a conversation it was well, that not a literally happened several times where one person will be on the call talking and the other will be simultaneously talking about something else and then they'll just pick right back up after they both said their whatever and like log off or whatever yeah but, um it's just like not all of it's good like not all the enough writing is good but like i like her thing there i like all the ben kingsley scenes i like the one scene we get with the pack with paxton's co-worker um and then when we get to the high stuff i think they're actually good i'm cheering for them at that point i don't like that that counts for something like it, it, even though the hour and 20 minute journey to get them to their place was not uh, was full of it was a bumpy ride i still like these two characters by the end uh, I might be on an island saying that, but I I think this the characters are not bad. Uh, some of our ancillary characters could have been shaved off and cut out completely. So uh, I'm going to give this a three five for the characters. I I like mm. enough of them, and I think the performances are good. And I was entertained by more than you guys for sure. Not all the way through, but I think the characters are are good. Uh, visual and sound, some stuff maybe Nicole. Um, I guess there's some stuff. Um, I mean, it's, they, they did a good job of, no, they didn't. I'm not, I was going to, I was going to give them a redeeming quality about this, but they decided to pick the, they they decided to pick the largest, most beautiful apartment or house in London to shoot this at where people can be in two separate rooms on two separate floors at two separate times. They don't have to be each other up each other's asses like everybody else is. Like, that wasn't even realistic. And then they're still having these problems of being up each other's butts all the time when they don't want to be. That doesn't... They, they picked the, the biggest place for them to be in. It was still pretty, though. Um, I like the scenes <laughs> well, that's, that's with Mama, him. Mama K point waits right there. It's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I like the scenes with him standing out in the street and, and people getting pissed off at him for being out there, but um, still <laughs> attracting that audience. I, I liked those. Those were, those were the the shining moments of that part and i I liked all i liked the the ending of the deceit and her having so much pull at harrods that she can literally just have any schmuck come in with her and it's fine um because they you know she she can do no wrong type of deal so i liked all of that and i liked the scheming it became like when they were when they were connecting on a level like where you could see that they did enjoy each other's company at some point in their life and they're reflecting on it like i like those parts of it the best like um when they were talking like talking about the layout of harrods and and, yeah and um they were like i'm not saying that we're gonna do this but if we did oh come on you know we're gonna do it like i i like that whole part (laughs) and Mm -hmm. i liked the that no but neither of them sabotage each other throughout the whole heist like that the heist was obviously the best part of this whole movie but does that redeem the rest of it enough um 
I'm gonna say no, it doesn't. The first part was terrible. Um, so I'm gonna give it. I'll give it like. I'll, uh, uh, I'll give it a three. All right. Uh, yeah, it's not bad. Uh, I'm okay. Yeah, I mean the the constrictions for filming on this, I think you have to appreciate a little. They kind of cheat at the end by going to Harrods. I think. Yeah. What the fuck? It's it's a COVID movie until they until they get there and and you know then it's then it's a high. It's two different movies. What I mean, what came kinda. first, Stephen Knight writing a heist movie or Stephen Knight writing a COVID movie? Which one came first? I think the heist movie, and then they're like, wait a minute, we've already done a heist movie, right? Yeah, but now it's COVID. Yeah, let's do this. Mm. Who's who's in London right now? Oh, yeah, we could do this. Okay, cool. Who can we get <laughs> on a Skype in Vermont? Maybe Ben Stiller and his family, who loves <laughs> Vermont so much. Um, yeah, you know, the constraints of it, I have to give, I have to give it credit for. And that they do, you know, they... They go up and down the stairs a little bit in this brownstone kind of flat situation, but but not very much. Uh, and and they could have probably spent more time completely separate from one another. Yet they chose to be in the kitchen together a lot. Um, you know, going into the garden was really nice. I think the hedgehog was brilliant. I mean, can we just say that that the hedgehog was brilliant because it got them out of the house a couple times. And it also, you know, gave us some other characters that came in. They're kind of, you know, whatever. They didn't need to be there, but um, I don't know if the hedgehog's brilliant. I think it's a pretty, pretty pedestrian tool. That I didn't when was the last time you saw a about. hedgehog get people out of the house in a movie? I did. I just didn't care for anything they did outside of the house in the garden. So I, I that's that's that falls in the bucket of uh, we maybe we could cut this. <laughs> oh, see, I loved when he went into the street. I know that that's not hedgehog world but i loved when no, he went into the, the backyard street. is the is the hedgehog territory and every time they're in the backyard like, i don't care about the poppy scene i don't care about them sitting on the steps back there because they could have done that anywhere else and it would have been about the same so yeah. you didn't like her outside with adam and the ants in the background because i mean we're talking about visual and sound now and when you put you know an 80s band like adam and the ants in the soundtrack you're gonna give me points no, big time i don't i don't i don't so. like any of i don't like any of this the, there's a couple of times where they have like an a, a song playing and then Anne hathaway's doing something and chuatel's doing something and, it, and i don't like any of that i don't like the pots and pans begging part either i don't like uh, when he's driving through the street honking the horn like i don't like any of that <laughs> That's very early COVID, though. I mean, that's what was going on. That's actually representative of COVID. A lot of this movie, for me, feels like somebody who's making the movie now or a few months ago, looking back on COVID with the eyes of somebody who's been in COVID for six months, so in in quarantine for six months. And that's, I think, sometimes the problem with the movie is that it doesn't feel... It, it only gave me the that sort of icky feeling in the beginning of oh, I remember what this was like, but then all of a sudden it doesn't it, that's not where it lives there. These people are doing things like they've been in quarantine for months, not weeks. So I, that's problematic for me. But I have to give it I have because I do love Adam and the Ants uh, and Stand and Deliver. So I've got to give it props for that. But and I do like how pretty things are when they're pretty. Um, And Harrods is beautiful. And the whole luncheonette area in Harrods is amazing. So uh, I don't understand why it's okay for her to take, you know, $5,000 worth of caviar. Um, But I don't know. Okay, that that didn't make sense to me. I didn't care for the rooftop scene, though. Uh, rooftop scenes have been problematic in a couple movies lately. So I didn't care that they were up there, you know, having their picnic or whatever. But yeah, it's just yeah. wasting more time for someone to catch them. Yeah. And there's not cameras around Harrods. There's no cameras in Harrods anywhere because that's what it feels they like. Tried, I think they tried to sneak in some sort of set, scene where she was like, oh, I told the guy I was taking over, so no need for you to actually do your job or look anywhere while I'm here, wink, wink. And right. everyone was like, okay. Or have anything on video ever, whatever. Yeah. Well, um, when, they take the, when they do take the fake diamond and put and uh, put it in the box, she does say, move, sli- like, take a step to your left because she knows where the camera is, so. Eh. Right. But that's, I mean, no one's going to think it's very weird that they're down there and he's diving in the piranha area to get the fake 
diamond like no one's gonna no one thinks well you only look back if you only look back at the security footage if you think the diamond's stolen if if this goes according to plan the diamond goes in a vault no one ever touches it or checks its validity i get it but at some point well i mean but the but there's nothing to replace the di- the fake diamond so somebody's gonna no, notice but like that the- yeah, maybe eventually, but like not who, eventually. Someone... I would think that that's something that people would notice. Like that's you know you have a tank yeah. full of piranhas. Now all of a sudden you've got you know there's people that feed those piranhas every day. So <laughs> that person's not gonna. It's loose. I'm sorry. This is not. I mean, this is not a problem with this part of what we're talking about, though. The, it's problematic for for the plot in the movie, but um, it all kind of blends, I guess, at some point. Um, yeah, I don't know how to I don't know how to give this a a mark because I want to be generous because it was an 18 day covid shoot, but yeah, I'm I, I it's a two and a half. Uh, I'll keep it this a little brief. Um it's uh, everything <laughs> until Harrods is pretty uncreative. Uh like the stuff around the apartment, nothing like is very interesting looking. No, no shots that I'm like, "Oh, that was good." I already said I don't like the little the sh- the snippet interludes where Bang Pots pan, song playing, she's dancing. None of that. I don't like any of that in this. The, uh, until they're driving in their separate vehicles on the way, and we've got a little bit of music playing underneath. Until that, like, I don't really feel a lot of the visual or sound doing anything to like make me feel away, like build attention or have have feel like we're going somewhere. So I think everything in Herod's like like the one we're tracking them in the halls and they're in the elevator. I think all that works well to keep the tension yeah. up. I was actually I like agree. I said by the end, I, I care about the their whether they make it or not. So that that's something. Uh, but uh, and and the anything with the cameras. Uh, like on the laptops where they're doing like little Skype meetings. Like uh, Nicole and I love the movie Searching, where the whole thing is on a laptop, and there's so many good creative things to keep the tension and things going. And there's just nothing really creative they did with it. They did like cheap basic stuff, like oh your screen's frozen and you have this look of d- d- like uh, whatever. If I just just gave a headache, disgust, whatever. Right. Uh, Kids so in the background, cre- all of that. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing creative with. Uh, with I guess they were trying the to make us feel like oh, if we part. were, if we were doing this at home and we were we were on Skype and when it um it lags or it, you know it short shorts out or whatever I guess we're supposed to feel sentimental about it like oh yeah that that happens to me too what a bummer but it was <laughs> their just, life is just like ours <laughs> yeah yeah and then it's just so far from how I'm feeling about any of it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the visual sounds like yeah, like a two, like a two. It's like a two. It's not very good. The thing I like about this is actually the characters and their little banter's. Uh, outside of that, I don't think I think that's where the rest of the movie fails. Um, but yeah, we've talked about the end pretty much. They go to the store under their guise. Uh, they decide to steal the diamond. Like they're they're thinking about it all the way up to the end. They're almost foiled uh, by uh, Donald, uh, the former coworker that was fired at the beginning of the movie. Uh, and then he gives his own little speech who Paxton's like, should we just like, go, like go? And I was like, Oh, let him have his thing. And there I was like, Oh, Nicole, even the, even the actors want the other actors to stop talking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, she, and, uh, so then we cut uh, after that they, they do, they do leave. She's on the back of the bike feeling free or whatever. And then, uh, they originally planned to go their separate ways, but, uh, they're still in lockdown weeks after, uh, after it's been extended so they're still sitting on that diamond in their apartment and still not they're kind they're kind of together but not really together and that's how so it ends so mm. resonance and feel i'm okay yeah um i d- as i'm watching the movie i don't even know that i want them to whether I want them to steal the diamond or not. And then once they steal it, I don't know whether I want them to get caught or not because Mm -hmm. I don't really care for the whole, well, we're going to steal it and then we're going to give it to the health. We're going to give all, you know, the money to the, to the health workers because corporations don't need it. And I'm like, when did this become this movie? I mean, cause in the beginning it was a quarantine movie and then it became, well, that was the beginning of her speech where the thing coils around her legs and she can't stop. It's that she, she's working for these horrible corporate people and slowly builds to, I don't want to work for these corporate people anymore. This is how I get she'll get that. back at them. I get, I get that that's part of it, but it's sort of like, that's also not really relatable that that you're gonna like okay well i'm gonna go do this for the good of all people and 
And then that makes it okay that I'm stealing. And that makes it okay that all of these other people that are unwittingly now accomplices in what, what we're doing, you know, it's, it's so simplistic and so uh, righteous. And it, and, and it puts it over the edge that the, the diamond was getting sold to the, one of the worst guys. Uh, exactly. Like a, a, a Putin stand in. So, yeah. yeah, it's sort of like, okay. And we're supposed to root for that, you know? And I'm like, uh, I don't, you know, because I, maybe if I liked you guys more, I would root for you more, but I don't really like you to start with. So, uh, well, you want you this know, big corporation to get money uh, and have, and Putin to have a new diamond? That's what oh, you cheer well, for that? Yeah, I guess that's what I'm cheering for. But I'm also not cheering for the woman who's been working for these corporations forever and then all of a sudden has an epiphany, you know, three <laughs> weeks into a quarantine because she wants to not be with her her partner anymore and 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 you know did she ever i mean she never even told anybody that she was married or that she had a partner so i don't you know i don't yeah, she's like she, vader saving luke i care nothing for her i have no i have no um you know i don't feel anything for her and for her to be so you know righteous at the end i'm like no i don't you know what i kind of I kind of want you to get caught and I want him to be able to get away from it because he's the one who has, you know, the criminal record for we found out which, you know, he was just doing a good thing and he, you know, got busted and oh well. It's just all so trite and uh I thought he was uh, going to get caught and she was going to sell him out. I thought that's what was going to happen, but that's not what happened. I mean, that would make me hate her more, but that would, might be a better way to end That's it. a better I ending. Mean, I like that ending cuz then I have then I like I have more investment. Him baking bread with the ill-gotten flour is like, ugh, you know, no, I am not, you know, I'm, I'm not about Because remember we made bread? Everyone made bread. Everyone made bread. Yeah, I know. I know. I just made butter last week, but, you know, nobody's... I'm surprised that one couple wasn't like, have you seen this Netflix series about this guy with the tigers? Whoa! Yeah, they're just trying to make <laughs> it so relatable, and it's just coming off as so still better than everybody else. Yeah, it's and it's so yeah, it's it's hyper pretentious and um, I can't believe that they even put it out there thinking that people were going to be able to like relate to this at all. And maybe we're not. Maybe it's supposed to be like some you know ironic thing, but I really don't think so. Uh, resonance and feel for this for me is a zero, so it's a one. <laughs> give it a zero. Fuck it. <laughs> is it bad enough to give it like we save zeros for like pure garbage? I don't know if this is quite pure garbage. It's it is to me. It is to me just because I don't you know if if you give me a, a situation where I could possibly make a choice about whether I want these people to succeed or not, and I don't even care to make a choice, then that's sure. enough for yep. me. Where it's like, no, this is nothing. You didn't do anything to me. All you did was make me think, you know, why didn't we just put puppies in it at some point, too, where, you know, somebody's kicked a puppy. Or was that in this movie? I feel like maybe it was. <laughs> but there's a there's a hedgehog. You know, I mean, it's like, the hedgehog is my favorite part. That's it. Of course it is. I should I should have started with, I know my favorite part, but... All right, Nicole. <laughs> <sighs> um. Yeah, I, I don't think I could say it much better than that. I mean, it is <laughs> You're it <welcome>. is so <laughs> unrelatable and it is so rude. <laughs> like I, it I'm is. Find, it's it, you know, I'm trying to find the right word to say. Yeah. It's like insulting to a lot of Hyper people. pretentious. Of, yeah. of what happened, you know, in the beginning of of lo- uh, lockdown and um, how many people lost their jobs and we're watching these two nitwits get promotions and shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. We did not want to see that, or nor do we care about that. The whole thing was just really super annoying and talky for no reason, and it did not resonate with me uh, in the least bit. So I- I'm going to give it a zero too. Nice. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Take that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, disingenuous is the word I'm gonna use. It's uh, like this is this does not ring true for how I felt and behaved in the beginning stages or at really at any point in quarantine. Um, I and I they you they, they act plan like a heist. You guys didn't plan no, a well, heist. They act at the beginning like it's a fucking nightmare and they can't leave and like everything is like and I'm like. Yeah, but you, well, you know what? You went to the grocery store. You you work from home. Like, is it that really like? I, for I mean, this is a person who doesn't like leaving the house and who is uh, 
you know, t- taken uh, adjusted well, I'll say, uh, to to uh, mostly being at home all the time. So for me, them being like, oh, this is such a nightmare. That's what falls in disingenuous for me is like how much they hate it and how much everyone around them is like, oh, isn't this the worst? I'm like, I get it, but I don't. I get it conceptually, but like, I don't feel that at all. Like, I'm like, yeah, it's like. It's inconvenient, and if you guys haven't, like you said, the the one guy didn't lose, he lost his job, but he actually didn't lose his job, he's got the other job, and she hasn't lost her job, she's just firing people, so I'm like... She's getting "Eh, promotions. Yeah, Yeah. so so these people aren't on hard times, so I don't have to feel bad for them in that way, Uh, so if you're not on hard times from COVID, I don't think it's, and if you're not sick or falling on hard times financially, I don't think it's that, I think you're fine. It's not that bad. It's okay. So I mean, you shouldn't I, have a movie made about you, and we have to. We should be feeling pity, like pity for them. Uh, but my reasons to feel is low, but kind of for like kind of for a different reason, I guess. But it's like a one five. So we <laughs> yeah. we landed pretty low on this. I think you gonna recommend the you, you gonna recommend lockdown, uh, Nicole. Um. Uh, surprisingly, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not going to. This is awful. Uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, this movie is just going to piss everyone off. And if <laughs> I so if I really want to, you know, end some friendships through, you know, that for whatever reason, yeah, I'm going to recommend this movie to them. But no, I'm not recommending this movie. Yeah, I'm not going to quite, I'm not as horribly dour on as you guys either, or as you guys are. I'm not going to recommend it either. Um, it's kind of, it's a little more towards the middle just because I do like a, a lot of the, the just talky scenes because you know again as i said in let them all talk that's my warm fuzzy is people having long monologues at each other uh that are well written i like i like hearing that even when they're reprehensible characters i mean ugh. no i think they're well acted characters though like i think that i understand they're well acted but they're represented reprehensible people they're they're reprehensible characters these aren't the people I hate. These aren't the type of people in real life that I have a burning hatred for, though. Like I don't, I don't hate the "woe is me" CEO, and I don't hate the 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 pe- super pessimistic. I messed up one time. I left. Everyone's out to get me, guy. Like, I mean, they're, you know, they're not the people I hang out with typically. But those aren't the specific type uh, type of person I dislike in real life. So no, mm-hmm. I, I don't have the same vitriol that you guys do towards the people they are. Um, okay. So that's where I am. Uh, so it's it's three it's three varying degree on more on the strong end of not recommends for yeah. locked down. Not not great. Not a great start. Uh, still still <laughs> gonna watch any Stephen Knight thing though. I like his writing. I really do. And he makes either something really great or a complete dumpster fire misfire. So I'm I'm on board for that. Uh, coming up, we got a couple of theater things. We're sticking with HBO Max too because, like I said in the last episode. If it's in the theaters, it's sometimes also on HBO Max if they think Universal does it. Uh, so you have a little flexibility there if you have HBO Max and can stream it, or if you're in a place where theaters are open, you can go watch it. So we're going to do some more movies that fall into that category. Uh, but first, we have a host pick coming up. We have a host pick coming up. Okay, I, uh, I, here we go. I, 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 the first couple, I picked a documentary, I picked shorts, so I'm going with just like a movie this time. Uh, and I wasn't sure which one I wanted because like nothing else was really popping to mind. It's something contemporary. Like, oh, I just saw this. I really want to talk about this. So we're going with one of my favorite movies ever. We're going to a top ten movie. Oh, no, um, <laughs> but I don't know which one I want to do. So I have two, and oh. Nicole's seen them both, and I'm pretty sure Mama K's never seen either. So I'm gonna oh. describe very loosely each of these, and Mama K, I want you to pick the bullet that we're gonna get hit with. Uh, so <laughs> sure thing, <laughs> I can do this. So one is a pretty, it's a smaller indie movie. It's one like festival awards. Uh, it's got actors you probably haven't seen before. Um, it's a little whimsical. So that's, that's choice one. And choice okay. two is uh, a lot of big actors you've definitely seen before. Uh, not, it's not a foreign uh, fil- foreign language film, but it's made by a foreign director uh, who is also a writer. Uh, it's based on a book, uh, and it's extreme. It's got a lot of very crazy things going on. So a lot Don't of pick interesting that one, weirdo please. things. Oh no. So- I think I think Nicole knows what they both are, uh, but don't let her think. Which one sounds more interesting to you, choice A or choice B? I mean, for choice A, you had me going until whimsical. <laughs> um, whimsical can be tricky for me, but 
Yeah, I don't know that I'm really interested in a bunch of big people, maybe. That that one sounds way scarier to me. Not scarier as in like a horror movie, but scarier in that I'm going to crap on something you really love. So I think I'm going to go with choice A. Oh, no. <laughs> you, you, you picked this. Can, you I, picked this, can I guess what they are? Oh, yeah, uh, good. Yeah, go ahead. Don't say yes or no, but I think that number one is her, and I think number two is the Congress. Well, you are right about the Congress, which is what we're not doing. Thank I'll God. have to save that oh for another God. time. Okay. Uh, and her we've already done on the show, and is also has big-time actors in it. So, And I also like her very much. So. Oh. Yeah. yeah, we've all seen her, and, you're the, and Nicole, you're the only one who doesn't like her. Well, so. it's okay. <laughs> Now, what we're going with is uh, Beasts of the Southern Wild. Beasts of the Southern Wild. Okay. It's uh, available on, I believe, mm. HBO Max. It also might be on Amazon Prime and Hulu. I, I think saw it, it was there. Yeah, but it's it was on, on one of those other ones, too, because I, it's, in, so, it's in one of my lists. So it's available to people. I don't think Jess has seen this either. Uh, both both are made in the past 10 years because I knew otherwise I would have no shot of <laughs> just watching it. Um, so Beast of the Southern Wild, at least on HBO Max. I think it's on also Prime or Hulu. That's my host pick this time. So okay. look forward to Beasts. Lots. Uh, I'm excited. I hope people like it. Uh, and uh, anything else? Oh, Instagram tournament going on right now. Vote on your favorite movie uh, movies of 2020. Uh, Mama K's team getting hammered. Getting absolutely clobbered. I think she's got one movie I'll, left for the time. You, there's she no, might have I no mean, movies left. For you the say time getting hammered this. like it's a bad thing. I mean, people like to get hammered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your, her team is, her team is underperforming, uh, is what's going on right now. But, uh, if you want to learn more about that, it's on my Instagram, Brennan underscore pod host. You can also reach out to me with questions there. All right. Thank you guys for enduring lockdown. Mm-hmm. Still am. Until next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore Podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.